welcome to another edition of Noah's Archive, the English language podcast devoted entirely to pro wrestling Noah. I'm your host, Hisame, and you can find me on Twitter under HI5AME, where I run an unofficial English language Noah account with news, GIFs, translations, and articles. We also have a YouTube account called Noah's Archive. So, let's start with the news. Takeshi Morishima, after three years of complete silence, has announced his return. It all began back in July 5th when Takeshi Morishima turned up one day at Kenta Kobashi's gym and was later seen out socially with Kuno, who of course he is um, very close to. On July 10th at Riki Chosu's Power Hall, he announced his return and in accompanying news articles we got an insight on what he'd been doing for the last three years when for all intents and purposes he just completely vanished. I mean, he, it's like he'd become one of uh, Japan's uh, evaporated people. Uh, the evaporated people are basically people who vanish completely and they leave no trail, whether they vanish because of, you know, family reasons, personal reasons, whatever. They're, this is what's called the evaporated because they just, they just literally just disappear. So even Kano um, had commented that when wrestlers retire or they step away from the ring for a few years, there's always some information on them. Um, with Morishima, there was absolutely nothing. I don't know whether or not he does indeed have a diabetic condition, uh, but what is probable um, is that he was suffering from burnout and probably about a depression as well. And he felt unable to face the fact that Noah were advising him to retire and also struggling to cope with his duties as a Noah executive, which is also something that Kino had, had hinted at. Noah had planned a retirement ceremony for him in April 2015, but he cancelled it and he left the company when his contract expired soon afterwards. After that, he seems to have drifted from job to job, from occupation to occupation. He worked as a fast food delivery man, as a security guard, he made pizza, he made hamburgers, he worked in a flower shop, he carried luggage, he was a bartender, and he even worked in a nursing home gaining a qualification in healthcare. Then one day, All Japan came to Gifu, where he was living, and he bought a ticket and he went to see the, see the show. He said that he didn't feel that he could have gone backstage uh, to see Yonakiyama. But it did awaken a dormant longing in him to get back to the ring, and soon after that he began to coach a small local independent promotion, which really did, did ignite his passion. So, Morishima's return uh, will be held on his 40th birthday at Korokuon Hall, and it will be called Genesis. His relationship with Noah at the beginning was actually quite complicated, um, because he didn't really, there was a lot of, well, I don't know if you'd call it I don't really know what you'd call it because neither Marafuji or Sugiura or really anyone in Noah actually commented on it. I think, you know, Morishima left under a cloud, but the only person he actually mentioned was Akira Tawe, saying that he wanted to apologise to him for, you know, it was the last thing Tawe needed, was, you know, somebody, you know, planning a retirement ceremony and then somebody saying, no, he didn't want to retire and then leaving the company. As president, Tawe had to deal with so many things that Misawa never did. But he was the one he wanted to apologise to. 
Bonjima now has actually made it up um, with Noah. He's going to be the special guest commentator um, at flight. And I have to say that um, ever since that has been announced, that he has you know built this bridge back with his with our promotion, he is actually looking uh, a lot happier, a lot happier. And his relationship with um, some of the Noah wrestlers um, is is good as well. Obviously, he is very close to Kino. And Kino um, admitted that Morishima was a very generous friend, despite the 1am phone calls and the, the drinking to, to oblivion. Uh, Kino did actually say that his blonde hair and his ring gowns were inspired by him. And I think Morishima um, sent him a, a text message when he saw his gown for the first time, as if to say, you know, listen, I am only lending it to you. So he's been seen out with Miyawaki, um, celebrating his one-year debut, and Masaki Tamiya, who of course um, was in Super Violent Army with him, and Kino has been with him each time. So Marufuji um, did actually hint um, at the time of Power Hall um, that he did actually meet Morishima. He didn't name the person in question, um, but he said that he doesn't know whether or not it was you know, by chance or whether it was deliberate, but this person had waited for him um, outside the dressing room in the corridor. And they'd shaken hands and he'd wished him luck. And afterwards he said that, you know, Noah is here for you if you do need it. So, uh, so Morishima, at the time of speaking, the card for Genesis has not yet been announced. And he says he'll know what he wants to do more afterwards. Whether he wants to go the Kabachi and Kawada route and promote every few months. Whether he just wants to return to wrestling as a freelancer and work where he chooses. Or whether the whole thing will just be too much for him and he just fades away again. So Kino said that he doesn't want to hear anything about part-time jobs or anything else, speeches to university students, nothing. What he wants is to be back in the ring with a happy and healthy Morishima. So what is going on in Noah at the moment? We'll start with the Junior League. Well, uh, Global Junior Tag League 2018 has just wrapped up. Unfortunately, Leona, who is due to compete partnering with Sayamoro Hashi, had sustained an injury to his leg during training and could not uh, take part. It's unknown whether or not he will return to the ring anytime soon, um, as his injury was severe enough to hospitalise him and he needed oxygen, and he would need to undergo rehabilitation. So his replacement was young Yunta Miyawaki. Miyawaki made his debut, as I have said earlier, about a year ago now, and he is still to get his first win. And sadly, this didn't happen during the league. Uh, Morohashi, however, seems to have taken the boy under his wing and was seen giving advice to him during a, a three-way match. Nothing really much happened in Global Junior Tag League of any note. Uh, Daisuke Hirada and Tadasuke took shots at Tai 69 by imitating Tai Shimori's pistol pose. But aside from that small detail... There was nothing really of note. The event wrapped up on August 5th, uh, which is Noah's 18th birthday, at an event called Departure. Uh, Departure, of course, being the first show that Noah ever ran in uh, 2000. It was named after the, the Exodus from all Japan. So the final two teams in the league came down to the Backbreakers, and who, of course, are Hashime Ohara and Hitoshi Kamano, uh, versus Yohei and Hayata. And usually for Hajime O'Hara, he was suffering a neck injury and he was taped up and you could tell that he was genuinely in a lot of pain, uh, so much so that Hitoshi Kamano was actually in tears um, at the end of the match at the state of him. Yohei and Hayata won for the second year running and Yohei got on the microphone and said to President Tsuchida, who's at ringside, that he should run Glo Global Junior League 2018. President Uchida said if he would, if there was demand enough, and if he could find enough people to compete. 
Immediately, the boys from Zero One came out with Ikuza Hideki saying he was on board for it. His partner, Takoya Sugawara, will not be competing in it. And with characteristic enthusiasm, Hashime Ohara said that he would support Yohei in it. So Noah have announced that Global Junior League 2018 will kick off on September 8th in Shizuoka and end on 4th of October at Korokuun Hall with Global League 2018 for the heavyweights starting soon after. Participating will be all of Raytel's, The Backbreakers, Seimoro Hashi, High 69, Munoro Tanaka and Ikuto Hidaka. The teams have been divided into Block A and Block B, with Daisuke Hirada and Tadasuke being put into Block A, and Yohei and Hayata put into Block B. No participants have been announced yet uh, for the equivalent in the heavyweight division. So, as for the title scene at the moment uh, in the junior division, Daisuke Hirada is still junior GHC heavyweight champion. Due to Global Tag League, he hasn't actually defended it since Satoshi Kamano on June 26. His next challenger will be decided after Global Junior League, as the winner will have the right to challenge the champion. I know that there is a lot of enthusiasm for Hashime Ohara um, winning it this year. High 69 and Minoru Tanaka successfully defended against Yohei and Hayata on the 18th of August. They've been challenged by Ikuto Hidaka and Koyosugiwara. The match is set for September 2nd at Korokuun Hall. So, aside from the trip to Shanghai by Raytels, um, that's really it for the junior division for now. Um, but before I get started on the heavyweight division, Noah have had a new recruit from the dojo, Yoshiaki Unamura, uh, made his ring debut at departure um, at a bat- in the Battle Royal. He attacked Kiyomiya and then Miyawaki afterwards, but he fell to quiet storm as Funky Buster Bomb, and everyone piled on to pin him. Uh, Yoshinari Ogara was noted to be prompting um, Yunta Miyawaki throughout it because obviously this is the first time Miyawaki has done one of these. So Inimura's parents attended the event and they handed out white paper streamers and he had a simple thin banner of Korokuan stating his name and wishing him luck. So as he rolled out of the ring, uh, Muhammad Yoni, with um, typical kindness, um, patted him on the back. Um, Noah have held um, some other battle royals for him um, since, so this is just a way just to introduce him to the ring, to different people, to the fans, and he will be making his singles debut against Hitoshi Kamano. This will take place on 2nd of September. Kamano (laughs) said that it always seems to be him that trainees make their their debuts against. So Kaito Kiyomiya won the first battle royale, and now Noah have taken the pressure off him and fished him out of the deep end. He has improved dramatically. And there were some very humorous moments uh, during this first one. Sushi Katoge can always be relied on to raid laughs. Um, this was no exception when he decided he was going to dive on Tadasuke, but he was too far away. So we told Kiyomiya and Inoue to move him closer. They did. And they moved him right under the turnbuckle. So Katoge told them to move him back. And while Katoge inspired, put his cloak on, inspired revolutionary fervour in the crowd, uh, Kiyomiya stamped on Tadasuke to keep him down. Then when Katogia climbed back up and the turnbuckle to do his dive, Kimiya threw him off and everybody in the ring pinned him. The second funny moment um, involved Tadusuke getting the pin on Daisuke Hirada. Hirada went completely wild and threw an utter tantrum and Tadusuke had to be rescued by the Kimiya. The other trainee, Kimiya Okada, was also meant to make his in-ring debut at the match, but very sadly he'd been injured during training and this has been delayed. Um, Noah, as of yet haven't given her the time for he's going to make his debut um, and they've never actually said uh, what is wrong with him 
but it doesn't seem to be anything that has actually prevented him from doing his ringside duties. And the fact um, is that both um, Okada and Inamura have started their um, life and Noah outside of the dojo by attending events with their seniors to ease them into the kind of duties they'll be expected to do outside the ring in the future. So Yoshiki Inamura said that his goal is to be a heavyweight. So, in the heavyweight division, Go Shiozaki challenged Takashi Sugiura for the GHC heavyweight title after he had beaten Kino on the 26th of June. Out of all of Sugiura's challenges thus far, Shiozaki is the only one who has ever beaten him for the GHC heavyweight championship, and so he presented a far more serious threat than any of the previous challengers, Kito, Kino, or Marafuji, none of whom have ever done the same. Plus, physically, Go Shiozaki is similar to Sugiura. For the whole build-up of the match, uh, Shiozaki remained silent, probably because Sugiura had remarked that he was a lot more docile than Kino or Kitoge, and he completely withdrew from everything, and by that I mean he went dark on all social media, he gave no interviews, and surprisingly for him, in his capacity as head of the NOAA Wrestlers Association, he did hardly any event promotion, and when he did, it was very low-key. He got the upper hand against Sugiura in the pre-matches, and the poor man had his chest chopped to ribbons by him. But ultimately, when they met on the 18th of August in Kawasaki, Sugiura was the victor. The match was described as being something like you would have seen at the Budokan in the Golden Era. Shiozaki seemed to embody this by entering to his old theme music enforcer, which was used back then, and his ring attire, of course, is made up of the green of Misawa and the purple of Kobashi. For many people, it gave them goosebumps. Uh, this was an intense match. As expected, it was not overly technical, but Sugiura was praised for his endurance in it, and Shizaki was pulling out moves that he, he either rarely does anymore, or he's not done for years. And after the match, uh, Masaki Tamiya came out to challenge Sugiura. Uh, the last time Masaki Tamiya challenged Sugiura was during uh, 2016. Sugiura gave him a typically sarcastic response by asking who he was, but he did accept his challenge, which has been set for the 2nd of September. Many people were expecting Katsuhiko Nakajima will challenge, um, but I think it's more likely that Noah are saving that for the end of the year, and if it is anything like 2016, um, then Nakajima will be the one to challenge after Masaki Tamiya. Because of course, um, with the obviously you know the Suzuki army aren't around anymore, and Masaki Tamiya is not attacking um, Sugiura after matches, and Sugiura is not saying, you know, he's, he's not going to get one because of his behaviour, I don't like this. Everything is almost pretty much the same. The pre-matches um, are very short. It's taking place again round about the same time of year, and I don't think that Kitamiya will defeat Sugiura. If, you know, as I've said, this seems to be going the same way, so hopefully, fingers crossed, the next challenger will be Nakajima. I think for Kiyomiya to challenge will be a, a complete disaster because it's at the moment the boy is not ready for the GHC heavyweight championship and it's just going to be very very obvious that Sugiura is just going to obliterate him. 
Nakajima, um, when he did win the GHC Heavyweight Championship in August 2017, couldn't really carry it off. It was not only because Noah was having a hard time and needed a Kino to carry the company, but also because his personality was bland. And now with his new evil persona, his laughing when people try and chop or kick him, and his even louder laughter when he when he himself kicks people, this time it's going to be a completely, completely different situation. He's he's going to be the heel that's loved. So, um, speaking of Katsuhiko Nakajima, he will also be holding his own mini event in Tokyo. It is a fan meeting, and it's it's not a produce. There will be a light exercise class for the participants, I think only about 10 people um, beforehand, and that will be followed by a dinner with the rest of us afterwards. The event is open for a limited time and a limited number of people, and the rest of us invited will all be from the Super New Generation Army. The veterans are not invited. So, speaking a little more on the event of the 18th of August uh, in Kawasaki, uh, Noah visited a new venue. The event had been arranged by Hajime Ohara for the 70th anniversary of the Kawasaki Sports Association. It wasn't his own produce, although we did have a big hand in arranging it, and the event was split into two halves, and Ohara worked like a demon to promote it. The first half was a showcase of the Kawasaki traditional arts. The fire department, of which he is a volunteer firefighter, went on a recruitment drive and spoke of their activities, and each match was also sponsored by a different company. The wrestling proved more popular than the first part, and the attendance in part one I think made Hashime O'Hara a little disappointed, as he did hope that it being free, more people would attend than they did. However, um, being from Kawasaki meant that people chanted his name and when he came to the ring he was presented with flowers as was his tag team partner Hitoshi Kamano, although he is from Hiroshima and even Tadasuke got in on the act by imitating his Muay Bien pose on the way back from the ring although this is Tadasuke and it was sarcasm. So um, O'Hara got a lot of praise for his hard work um, from both people in Noah and people outside of Noah, and quite rightly so. He does do a lot for both the company and uh, the people of Kawasaki. In Noah, he takes junior wrestlers under his wing, such as Hitoshi Kamano and Yonta Miyawaki. Um, you can see the results in, in both of them, especially in, in Kamano's wrestling. And But there was a funny moment during the event when his long list of activities were read out. And I mean, these are long. These include, you know, firemen, he's a high school student, he's on medical councils, he does fitness classes for the elderly. I think he also does a bit of unofficial research into um, dementia and, the, you know, how you can prevent it. And a little boy in the crowd on hearing that he is a high school student remarked, What? He goes to school with that hairstyle? And now Muchi, Barafuji and Akitoshi Saito took the belts from the aggression, Katsuhiko Nakajima and Masaki Tamiya on the 28th of July at Korokuen Hall, despite Nakajima using a chair and a wooden plank against Marafuji, which meant that the veterans now hold all the belts. Kano's comment was that he found it very funny that those old men had the championships. So, following the match at departure 2018, um, Kino, who had pinned Saito with the cocky pin, challenged for the GHC heavyweight tag belts. Marafuji pointed out to him that if he wanted a challenge, then he needed a partner. And Kaito Kiyomiya came out, and in true Kiyomiya style almost bumped into a photographer um, who was standing at ringside. So Kiyomiya got on the microphone, and with a fraction of his old hesitation and a whole dose of his usual politeness, flew in his lot with Kino and said that he would challenge for the tag titles, and with it, open up Noah's future. 
Kino started shrieking about something, and Saito called him fucking brats, and the two teams squared up. Well, Saito and Kiyomiya did, Kino and Marufuji looked as if they were having a conversation. Anyway, the whole thing ended with Kino storming off, and Kiyomiya leaving uh, a lot more politely than Kino did. I don't think he's quite discovered yet how to have an attitude problem. And then the aggression, who were lurking, beat up on Saito. Afterwards, Kino and Kiyomiya cut promos. You can imagine what Kino was saying, and poor Kiyomiya naturally seemed a little lost for words after um, Kino left. Kiyomiya, while he has improved in other areas, he really does need to work on his personality now, um, as he's very polite, and this can come across as being somewhat bland, because he's not, not really charismatic, and that is what's needed for a GHC heavyweight champion. Everyone he has teamed with so far has had something to teach him. Uh, Shiozaki, of course, is his go-to, though I think he's a little less dependent on him um, than he was before. Kotogi, I think, um, has taught him how, although I use this term lightly, um, for want of a better word, it'd be entertaining through mild comedy and to loosen up a little. I don't think we're ever going to see Kimi in a cape and talking about a revolution, though, Although that Sushi Kotoge is actually planning to merchandise these capes for, for children who absolutely adore him. So hopefully Kano can work on Kimiya's character and what he does tag with him and you know give him a, a bit of an edge. The title match has been sent for the 9th of September. However, before that, Kino wants a singles match with Marufuji. Marufuji has pointed out to him that as a challenger, he has absolutely no right to demand anything, and if he wants a singles match, then he can have it when he beats himself and Akutoshi Saito for the titles. Marufuji finished it off by addressing Kino with the honorific title Kun, which in this situation is used when a senior addresses a junior. Kino, not impressed by this, came back using the same honorific and saying that he would take the belt from him in that case. So, in other Noah news, Marufuji has written a biography called Heir to the Ark, which will chronicle his life from his early years growing up in rural Saitama, where he used to jump from a height onto the piled-up rice stalks outside the field outside the family home, and when his parents went around, he and his three older brothers used to wrestle around on a, a futon. Um, book will be, well, I think you've probably, you might be able to get the book um, at the 20th anniversary flight, but otherwise it will be on sale in Japan at the moment, though I do have my eye out for it for when it comes available outside. Flight, of course, is the name of his 20th anniversary, and this will be held at Sumo Hall. There's been a, a slight car change with Kazayashi becoming injured, and he's been replaced by Jiro Ikimen. And, of course, uh, Yoshinari Ogawa has sadly become injured as well. Um, he sustained a concussion on the 28th of August. He was said to be somewhat dazed and, and struggling um, after he'd sustained it, but, of course, you know, they're, they're trained to, to get up and carry on unless they physically can't. So he managed to finish the match and he got back to the waiting room where the doctor examined him. Fortunately, an MRI came back as normal. There were no abnormalities, um, but he has been diagnosed with a concussion. And I think probably due to both the mixture of Ogawa's age and also, of course, um, the severity of the injury, he is very sadly going to have to miss the flight on the 1st of September. He's been replaced by Kazuma Sakimoto, and he's also going to have to miss um, the event at Korokuen Hall on the 2nd of um, September as well. And Tomura from Heat Up has replaced him. So Flight is going to be a reunion of some sorts. Um, 
going to be many people there who have helped my refugee through the years. And Kenta Kabashi will be doing commentary. Um, obviously, Kenta's um, coming home for, for an evening. Toshiaki Kawada will also be on commentary, as will Takeshi Morishima. And of course, naturally, Fuji's from all Japan, so old old Japan friends will be there, including Yonakiyama and Atsushi Aoki. Um, well, Marafuji may have made his and officially know his piece of all Japan, there has been some slight friction between the two in other regards. That's really more of an individual thing rather than a company thing. And so it'll be interesting to see what comes of um, Aoki and Akiyama coming home to Noah for one night, especially after how they left, which was basically a, a walk out back to all Japan from Noah after an issue surrounding Noah letting Kenta Kabashi go due to injuries. Katsuhiko Nakajima appeared at the talk battle in Toshiaki Kawada's Holy War Volume 2. I got the impression that uh, Kawada would have liked to have had him as a student. Um, instead, he got stuck with Maso Inoue. And he told a story of how, when he met young Katsuhiko in the ring, tagged with Kensuke Sasaki, Sasaki had taken him aside and asked him not to chop Katsuhiko too much, as he was still a child. Nakajima, however, kicked Kawada in the head and caused cataracts. At the time of writing, Holy War Volume 3 has been announced, um, but no card as of yet. Kawada said that um, in all Japan, you didn't actually get to pick your trainees. Uh, the prospective applicant would have an, or obviously would have an interview, and then they would, if they pass their dojo tryout, they would be told, you know, this is who we recommend that you are put with. Uh, how Kenta um, ended up with Kabashi is it's actually quite interesting, because obviously there's this one discrepancy in their names, uh, Kenta being Kenta Kabashi, and Kenta, the other Kenta being Kenta Kobayashi. And it was uh, really because of this small discrepancy that Misawa said to Kenta, um, we, you know, we recommend that you you are trained by Kabashi. When really with Kenta's skill set, would have made more sense to put him with uh, Toshiaki Kawada, because obviously, you know, both of them are they're known for the, the fearsome kicks. But no, it's because of this one small discrepancy that Kenta ended up being trained by Kabashi. So, Raytel's headed to Shanghai along with Mitsuo Inagai, Maybach Taniguchi, and Kazuo Sakimoto to compete for Eastern Heroes. I don't, I'm afraid, have too much information on it, except that the venues were filled out each night, and Mitsuo Inagai said he made everyone in the arena hate him. There was also a giant cutout of Tadasuke that Raytel's posed with, and also on the giant post of the event, Hayata stood next to it and held up his cigarette to the picture of Tadasuke's mouth. They had poor phone connection, um, so obviously they didn't post um, too many pictures. Um, Harada was actually the only person who, who actually seemed to. Um, the other three didn't, and of course Hayata doesn't have a, a social media account. So, But Daisuke Harada found an electric bike at the Shanghai Dojo, which he took for a ride, remarking that he needed no licence or helmet. And, of course, uh, this being in China, they had uh, the Chinese um, hospitality and were treated to plenty of food and drink with strong alcohol offered each night. And surprisingly, Daisuke Hirada got back to Tokyo Airport, bought a coffee and announced he was tired and was going home. Noah ran a very small auto navigation 2018 this year. Only three dates in late August compared to last year's six dates. I think part of the reason for these uh, these to be so small 
is that they are preparing for flight and a very busy September and October. There was a long delay between the end of departure on the 5th until the 18th when Noah actually ran no shows and everything went very quiet. I think it's because they had the chunk of the Julia roster missing for a few days when they went to China. And Akaita Kiyomiya and Yonta Miyawaki appeared in a tag together on the Freedom sub-brand Youngdoms. I also think Noah thought there was no point in trying to compete with the Juggernaut, which is New Japan, as the G1 was on at the time. So finally, Takiyamania will take place on the 31st of August and will be available to view few um, Abema TV. Noah wrestlers will be participating, Naomi Chimarafuji and Takashi Sugiura in particular. I think this will be probably the most they've had to do with New Japan um, since the disaster of the Suzuki army. So that is really it for this episode. I do apologise that it has been protractive, um, but this has been held up by a bereavement in the family. So thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. This presentation has been brought to you by Noah Archive, the pro wrestling Noah podcast. Water